They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right, well, here we are, another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. What's going on? Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with me here and listening to the podcast. Definitely appreciate that. I know it's been a little while since I put out a new podcast, so I figured I would get an episode in the books here. A couple of things going on in the life. I actually started a new job. How about that? I know. I have left uh, Kiss 102.3 and iHeartMedia. I am now... The assistant program director and afternoons with Jams 96.3, actually working for the company that I started my radio career with, which is Albany Broadcasting or Pamel Broadcasting. So I am back in the building where it all began with this radio career. It was an opportunity that I could not pass up. It was a chance for me to get back to doing radio the way that I wanted to do radio. When I was at the other position, um, my full-time job was not in programming. It was actually doing what they call continuity. So I was scheduling commercials for three different markets. I was uh, scheduling commercials for Rochester, Syracuse, and Sussex. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not here to bash uh, my former employer whatsoever. I I was very thankful for the career and time that I spent. With iHeart, um, but it was time for me to get back into programming, and I had an opportunity to do so because I was on the air every single day, but I was not fully focused on the product that was going on on the air, and I was not fully focused on my show and and things of that nature. So I had an opportunity to uh, basically help run the radio station that I'm now working for. So it was very very hard for me to pass up because I've been waiting. I've been waiting uh, very patiently to become what I have become and to get into the position that I am in now. See, I, uh, I've i been wanting to get back into programming for quite some time, and uh, it was time to make the move. So I did, and now I'm on uh, Jams 96.3, Hip Hop and Hits. Um, if you want to check it out, we do have our own app, the Jams 96.3 app. You can get it in your app store or wherever. It's available on pretty much all devices. So you can check me out 2 to 7, Monday through Friday. I am on the air and then, of course, uh, on the weekends as well. I think I'm doing Saturdays 2 to 7 here on the station. So I, like I said, am very thankful for my time with iHeart. I learned a lot. I worked with some really, really amazing people at iHeart. Uh, I miss them tremendously. I, I miss seeing my friends over there between Jamie Roberts and uh, Quinn and Cantera. Good friends of mine over there. Uh, also Doug from WGY and uh, Gaz and Levac. Miss you guys as well. But everybody that I talked to and everyone I told knew it was coming. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, and was extremely happy for me. Alan Green, I miss my friends in sales as well. I made a lot of good friends over there and uh, we'll be in touch with everybody. It's not like I'm losing contact with them. I'm just now on a competing radio station with them. So professionally, we go toe-to-toe. Uh, personally, I love them all dearly and uh, wish them nothing but the best and uh, definitely miss all of them. But it was great to walk back in this building and uh, see some friends that I've had for a number of years that maybe I didn't really see all that often or have any contact with. I mean, A, I'm working with Terry again, Terry O'Donnell, who was my program director when I was at KISS for a little while. And uh, he's the one that is responsible for getting me over here. Uh, 
my friend Jake, who does mornings on a radio station in the building, and then my friend Chad, who also does uh, mornings for another radio station that's here in the building as well. Guys I kind of came up in the business with. Jake was uh, Jake was a very good friend when I was here and uh, had the opportunity to kind of guide him a little bit early on in his career, which I am, uh, I'm humbled that I've had an influence on him in any way, shape, or form. I'm always honored or humbled by anyone that I've touched and, and, and given advice to or just kind of had an influence on the way they operate in this business. So, <coughs> excuse me. Good Lord. Um, but here I am. So now I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing, Jams 96.3, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helping run a radio station, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I get to do some stuff that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. So I, I couldn't be happier. So that's the, uh, that's the professional update. Of course, you know, I would never be able to get through a podcast without talking about the New York Yankees, as I am a tremendous Yankee fan. The other day, uh, I don't remember exactly what day it was. Let's see. It's July 2nd right now. So just a few days ago, it was probably like I think the 27th or 28th. Not 100% sure, but Domingo Herman of the New York Yankees. A tip of the cap to you, sir, after being suspended for 10 games earlier in the year for uh, sticky stuff on his hands and then coming back from his suspension and having two very, very crappy outings. He threw a perfect game. Not a no-hitter. A perfect game. 27 up, 27 down. Did it on 99 pitches, which is amazing for a couple of different reasons. Um, It's amazing to throw a perfect game. It's only the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Now, you think about the history of baseball in and of itself, it's well over 100 years old and only 24 perfect games. I think that's pretty impressive if you ask me. And I'm trying to think here. Don Larson, Domingo Herman, David Cohn, David Wells. I think those are the four guys for the Yankees. Four of them have been thrown by New York Yankees. But Herman uh, absolutely lights out, and the Yankees managed to win the game. So that was, that was even better. You know, obviously, it's hard to lose when you throw a perfect game. But, um, yeah, I was watching the game, but it was in Oakland, so it was later in the day, right? <laughs> so it was like a, like a 940 start here on the East Coast. So I think I caught – Maybe four, almost five, I think five innings, four and a half innings. And, uh, you know, they, they close, like the last thing I remember hearing is the uh, the announcer going, Herman's perfect through four and a half or five or whatever it was. Like, I again, I don't remember exactly how many innings I saw, but I remember him saying, he's like, and Herman is still perfect, which was pretty dope. You know, it was like, oh, here we go. Like, this is pretty awesome. Let's see what happens. But I ended up. Falling asleep, the Yankees had the lead at the time. They were up one nothing, and uh, I'm like, okay, well, hopefully we hang on and we'll see what happens. And you know, the wheels don't fall off Herman because he has been, you know, come close to throwing no hitters and been, you know, pretty outstanding in some of his starts in years past. And then they take him out of the game and things go awry, and the Yanks end up losing and stuff like that. So uh, they kept him in, and uh, he threw the perfect game, and that was awesome. I woke up to a bunch of stuff on social media, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, what happened? So I checked my ESPN app, and I'm looking at that, and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yo, Herman threw a perfect game, and I fell asleep during it. That's awesome. But, you know, it is what it is. I uh, did not get to watch history on TV because my eyes didn't want to cooperate, and I just fell asleep. That, that's what it is. You know, that's, that's how it happens sometimes. But it's pretty awesome that Herman did that. And, by the way, 
Uh, every year that a Yankee has thrown a perfect game during the season, the Yankees have gone on to win the World Series. So, fingers crossed that that stays true. The other cool thing that I saw is that everyone, every pitcher, now you think about all the people that have pitched for the New York Yankees through the history of that storied franchise, right? All the guys that have thrown perfect games for the New York Yankees, their first name started with a D. Don Larson, David Wells, David Cohn, Domingo Herman. So apparently my friends also think that I should probably try out for the Yankees and pitch for them because the odds are I'd throw a perfect game, which is not true. But that's fine. I, you know, I would get shelled uh, after about three innings after they figured out that I, I only throw the ball about 50 miles an hour. And that's throwing as hard as I can. And that's also maybe high end. I might be highballing that number. I'm not even sure I could throw 50 at this point in my life. But um, so another cool fact, the fact that everyone that has thrown a perfect game for the New York Yankees, their first name started with a D, and that they have gone on to win the World Series every year that a perfect game is thrown by a New York Yankee. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that. We're going into the All-Star break here uh, in about a week, I believe, and – I'm sorry, but I don't think the Yankees really have had a terrible first half. I think that they have had some issues, obviously, Judge being one of them and his health and getting hurt and tearing a ligament in his toe, so there's no timetable on Judge's return. But, you know, for what they've had, and yes, the offense has struggled from time to time and and pitching has had its issues as well, but has kept us in a lot of these games. And uh, I'm, I'm not really mad at the first half, obviously, Baltimore is playing extremely well this year, which is about time. It's it's due for them. They were on the come up for quite a few years and finally are no longer the doormat of the American League East. And then uh, Tampa is just playing out of their minds, like well out of their minds. I think last time I checked, they had like 25 losses in the first half so far. So, you know, we're in third place. We're like nine and a half games out of first, I think, at this point. Really not bad, all things considered. And they can make a run in the second half. we got an entire second half of the season. I don't see them just getting whitewashed and not making the playoffs. I think they'll get there. I honestly think they'll get there. Uh, Carlos Rodon is on his way back. He's scheduled to join the team uh, July 6th, so that's pretty awesome as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I would have loved to have gone to the game yesterday. He pitched down in Poughkeepsie, down in the Hudson Valley, pitched for the Renegades on a rehab assignment, which is literally an hour and a half south of where I live. So, and I, I had gone to a game earlier in the season because we got a friend of uh, a friend of ours, Danny Watson, who's in the Yankees minor league system, was pitching for the Renegades, now pitching for the Somerset Patriots, and has a scoreless inning streak of, I think, twenty eight games. It's either twenty six or twenty eight games, but he has a ridiculous scoreless inning streak going. He is pitching out of his mind. I give the kid maybe a year, year and a half, and he'll be in pinstripes pitching for the uh, pitching for the big club, which I think is pretty amazing. Uh, and he's actually from East Greenbush, which is an area about 20 minutes from where I live. So it's it's pretty awesome. He's from the capital region. So I'm, I couldn't be happier for Danny. He has an amazing family. They're extremely welcoming and extremely grateful that we were able to make the game. And we had a chance to meet Danny and just kind of hang out for a little bit. So. It was a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to that. But, yeah, so Carlos Rodon pitched for the uh, for the Hudson Valley Renegades on Saturday. Pitched well. I think he struck out eight, I want to say. I, I could be wrong on that, but I think he pitched five. Five and a third, five and two-thirds. Eight strikeouts, no runs, so that was pretty awesome. He's, he's on his way back, which it will be great because we have not seen him take the mound in the Bronx or in pinstripes yet this season, and he was our big offseason pickup uh, free agent signing. So, 
it'd be nice to see him in the pinstripes. Other than that, <clears throat> you know, in the, in the new job, been playing golf as often often as I can. I was actually supposed to play today with a couple of buddies of mine, and uh, the rain and the weather kind of were was like, mm, that's not going to happen. Mother Nature put a put a kibosh on that one real quick, and I am not the guy that's like, no, we're going to go, and, or like, I'm I'm not the guy who sees the threat of rain and it's like, no, I'm not playing golf. I'm like more of a show up and let's see what happens. But we made the we made the right call. It's literally pouring out as I'm recording this podcast. So. Uh, but I have been playing as often as I can, which is great considering I played zero golf last year, um, playing well, striking the ball well. I did shoot a 78 earlier this year with six over uh, for 18, which I was extremely happy with. It's one of my best rounds of my life. Been playing golf since I was 13, by the way. <coughs> so I'm, uh, I'm loving it. You know, I'm playing as often as I can. I'm trying to get out at least once a week with my dad to play golf, which is, which is really, really cool because it's something we don't get. We, we both enjoy and we both, you know, play golf, but we don't get a chance to always play together that often. So it's awesome that him and I have been able to get out and, and play golf together and, and enjoy that. So, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be back out on the course. and I'm happy to be striking the ball well and um, figured out some stuff with my game, figured out some stuff with my swing, and it's, it's really starting to come around. I figure by the time I'm 60, I'll be a scratch golfer, so I got some time before there. And that's a joke, by the way. That was a, that was a joke. Sorry. Anyway, uh, that, that's pretty much it. You know, I still got the other podcast going with Psychic on the Scene. Had some really cool stuff going on there. We've done a couple of uh, podcasts on location, which was a lot of fun and, and pretty awesome. And then also the, uh, the Undisputed podcast with Bobby Fish. That is going extremely well to, uh, as well. Uh, we, we've had a couple of hiccups here and there with some stuff and some guests not making it on the show. But thankfully, Frank, Bobby, and I are, we are podcast professionals. And we did really good, just the three of us, and did some episodes, just the three of us. Got some really awesome guests lined up that I'm excited for. Uh, not really talking about who it is yet or anything like that, but if you're a pro wrestling fan, and uh, you you need a podcast to listen to that isn't like undisputed pod. Or I'm sorry, the indis- that's my podcast that isn't busted open or that's not Jim Cornette or on any of these other like you know huge huge pro wrestling podcasts. But the Bobby Fish podcast, you know, that's it's a pretty big one. Like I I know I just said like these other ones are huge, but I'm sorry I put ours on the same level as those other podcasts. Ours is pretty damn big too. You know, we do have Bobby Fish on there. Bobby is a, a pro wrestler of over 20 years and has done some really, really awesome stuff in New Japan and, and Ring of Honor and AEW and, of course, his run in NXT, which is a WWE product, just in case you were wondering, uh, working for Vince McMahon and Triple H. So Bobby's made quite a name for himself in the business, and the podcast is really awesome. We've had some cool guests on. I know I talk about it like every episode, but you know what? I figured why not bring it up again? And then uh, on top of that, like I said, some big guests on the way and some big guests that we've had in the past, like Colt Cabana, Jake the Snake Roberts, Scotty Tuhati has been on, Rampage Jackson. Uh, you know him from UFC, who is now in the uh, – he's in the Fight League. The I, I can't remember the Fight League that he's in, the PFL, Professional Fight League, um, <clears throat> which was pretty awesome to have him on. I'm trying to think of some of the other guests that we've had on. Uh, Steve Fall, who who is a uh, a wrestling podcaster himself and works for uh, a newspaper in Boston, works for a paper in Boston. I think he might work for the Boston Herald. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, he's on NBC in Boston, um, or ABC in Boston. And then he, uh, who else have we had on the pod? 
Some really, really big names. Oh, Eric Bischoff has been on the show. So if you're a pro wrestling guy and you want to, or girl, if you're a pro wrestling person, there it is. If you're a pro wrestling person, you want to check out the podcast, definitely do so. You'll find it exactly where you're listening to my podcast right here. Same with Psychic on the Scene. Oh, and, and, and if you want to buy some official Bobby Fish gear or Undisputed Podcast gear, it's bobbyfishapparel.com. If you are in the immediate region, area, capital region, Albany, New York, you need a DJ, hit me up, dscottradio at yahoo.com. I am a DJ on top of being a radio personality, no event too big or too small, I can handle it all. I didn't mean to rhyme that, that's just kind of how it works, okay? But uh, really just getting everything off the ground, this is the first full year that I've been a mobile DJ and taking bookings and doing stuff that wasn't for my friend Matt Halleck and doing stuff with Halleck's Hitting Garage, which is how I got this all started. But um, yeah, taking bookings if you need a DJ for a wedding, a, uh, a birthday party, anything, any kind of special event. Like I said, I can handle pretty much any event you throw at me. So dscottradio at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email. Thank you so much for listening. That was quite nice of you. I appreciate that. And hopefully it won't be uh, too long in between episodes this time on the podcast. I'll try to get back on my normal schedule and do at least one every weekend. Be safe. Be smart. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right.